Greetings and welcome to the Transform Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Anastasio. This is episode 51, and it's Friday, April 15th, 2022. Uh, welcome back, guys. Uh, happy to have you back with us on the po- podcast today as we get ready for the weekend. Uh, of course, for uh, those who celebrate, a uh, big holiday weekend coming this weekend with Easter. So for anyone who's celebrating that, you know, wish you a happy Easter. Uh, but, uh, you know, getting ready to close out another work week here in the United States. Um, and, uh, you know, hoping everybody's kind of going into the weekend strong, feeling good about their efforts this week with uh, your businesses and so forth. Um, you know, just want to point out, guys, I uh, would be remiss if I didn't do it. Uh, we hit our episode 50 milestone earlier this week, uh, Wednesday, April 13th. We published that episode 50. And really, to be frank with you guys, uh, you're not going to get a whole lot of technical <laughs> knowledge out of that episode. Really kind of dedicated that episode uh, to just talking philosophically about what you guys are doing from a business perspective, what you've wagered in a sense, uh, how you've bet on yourselves to bring your passion and your and your skill set to the marketplace with your businesses and, you know, the courage, quite frankly, that it takes to do that and just sort of honoring that, just kind of like, you know, saying, hey, we see what you guys are up against. We know what you're dealing with. We're here if you need us from a marketing perspective, at least. Uh, but certainly, uh, you know, certainly uh, just whether you engage with us or not, uh, we just kind of wanted to, to sort of put an open thank you out there to all the entrepreneurs who take the big risk, you know, who who put their, you know, money, life savings, time, families, et cetera, on the line uh, to bring their passion into the marketplace. So if you are up for a pep talk, um, if you want to call it that, uh, I certainly encourage you to listen to episode 50, but but, uh, but definitely, you know, somewhat of a symbolic episode uh, where we just kind of wanted to put that thank you out there and acknowledge uh, our, our core uh, customer base, which is small businesses, medium-sized businesses, uh, who are out there taking these chances and uh, trying to grow their businesses and make make a way uh, with their passion. So anyway, uh, want to just get that out of the way, a little bit of a plug there for that significant milestone episode. Uh, today is going to be very narrow, very tactical, uh, shouldn't take too long uh, to talk to you guys about this. But what I wanted to kind of dive into here with you guys today is about YouTube. Now we've talked about YouTube channels and, and the importance of video, there's plenty of episodes out there on that. You guys can uh, listen to it. I don't remember all of them off the top of my head, uh, numbers-wise. But we've talked about the importance of making video content. We've talked about why video is the most versatile type of content because it literally can create not only video, but audio and textual content as well when you break it down and strip it out. Uh, so it's very, very, like, you know, kill three birds with one stone kind of a thing. Um, and we've talked about YouTube. we talked about optimizing your YouTube channel, how you can kind of, you know, dress up the channel aesthetically to kind of get the most you know, juice out of it and so forth. So, you know, and, and before we get into the, the one tactic I wanted to tell you guys about today, I'll use this opportunity to remind you how powerful video content can be. Um, you know, and again, there's plenty of episodes where I talk about this, uh, so there's, there's a bit of a repeat going on here, but when you have limited time, as most of you do, when you have limited resources, as many of you do, and you're really having to be very cautious about how you allocate your time and energy and resources, but you know the importance of making content, video is very, very convenient because 
It's literally as simple as opening your phone, staring into it, and talking to it. it can, I mean, it can be that simple. Obviously, you can make other types of videos. You can be glossier. You can do more fancy stuff. But at a bare minimum, you can open up that phone camera, point it back at yourself, or turn the, turn the phone around, and just start talking, and just start thinking out loud, and, and you know, pitching a product, or pitching your service, or making an announcement, whatever the content uh, actually amounts to. It's very easy to capture it. And once you've captured it, now, you know, you can go on, for example, not necessarily recommending it or not, but you can go on a Fiverr.com website and say, hey guys, take this video, take out all the ums and ahs, the real egregious ones at least, uh, you know, t- strip out the audio, uh, transcribe this video into text. And all of a sudden, from a, from a five or 10 or 15 minute, whatever it is, video that you recorded, You've got numerous pieces of content. You know, you may have one long video, several short videos if you want to chop it up, uh, one long audio or several audio clips if you want to chop it up, uh, one long textual, let's say, blog post that you can make it into, or you can chop it up real small into a bunch of tweets. I mean, again, we've covered this ground. It's not the last time we'll cover it because it's so important, but it's just as I, as I kind of get into this discussion about this YouTube tactic, I just want to hammer this home again is that if you are finding yourself pressed for time and you don't know how to create all this content, I mean, one of the best ways to start moving in that direction is just start filming yourself. And when you do that, you have all these other pieces of content available to you that will, that will stem from that one video, okay? So now, if, if you want to take that next step and you say, okay, Chris, I'm sold on video, I get it, I'm already doing video, now you got to consider a YouTube channel. And I think you've got to consider it because... Let's start with this. It's the number two search engine in the world. Obviously, Google's number one. YouTube, also owned by Google, is right behind it. Okay, so people, especially when they want to learn something, and they're visual learners, or they're tactile learners, where they need to see it and feel it and touch it and hear it, YouTube is 99% of the time going to be their choice to look something up and, and figure something out that they need to learn. So it's a very, very powerful search engine. And so you having your videos on YouTube is a big deal because that is another place for you to be searched and found uh, for your business, your product, whatever the case may be. So if you're going to go on YouTube, now you get into this world of there's all kinds of little tips and tricks and ways to optimize your YouTube presence or YouTube channel. Okay, now I'm not going to go back over all those. We do have an episode where we actually talk about a lot of the aesthetic Things like the banner art and the you know your your trailer and your your about page and things like that. You can definitely check that out. I think off the top of my head, it's somewhere in the twenties, episode twenty something. I don't remember exactly uh, which one it is, but you can just scroll through our episode list and it will it will be in there. It's some something to the effect of YouTube optimization or how to optimize your YouTube channel. So there, there's some there's some thoughts out there about that already. But one of the areas that I believe I touched on in that episode, but didn't go very very deep into it, and I want to highlight on this podcast, and it's very simple, it's not going to take long to to describe to you, but it's not overlooking the power of playlists, okay? So playlists are, you got to think of it this way, to YouTube, every single video somebody makes on YouTube is an asset to YouTube, because it's more content that somebody who's searching for that content can find and become satisfied with and stay on the platform. And YouTube wants you to stay on its platform. 
because the longer you stay on its platform, the longer it can serve you ads. And the more ads it can serve you, the more it can charge for those ads and collect AdSense revenue. Okay, AdSense is the, the, the Google ad product, if you will, or, or platform. Okay, so it wants people staying on the platform. So it needs good stuff on its platform to keep people there. So every video you make that, you know, kind of fits in with what the algorithm is looking for, you've created an asset for YouTube. When YouTube says, you know, there's 10 gazillion videos on YouTube, those are 10 gazillion assets that YouTube has that you have essentially created for YouTube. You have to think of your playlist the same way. When you create a playlist, see, playlists are searchable, just like the videos themselves. So when, you, when somebody's searching for a topic, and we know that when people search for topics on YouTube, they go fairly narrow, okay? They go fairly narrow. So the bottom line is when, when you have a narrow targeted playlist, you are creating another searchable asset for YouTube. And this is important. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of going slowly through this, guys, so you really absorb this. And you start changing the way you think about playlists. You know, I've seen playlists out there on channels that are just way too broad. They just, they don't, they have no chance of being found by the YouTube algorithm because they just have like a one-word sort of catch-all, broad category kind of labeling to them, Okay. That is not the kind of playlist you want to create. Now, let me give you an example. Let's say you were, you know, let's say you helped people set up business entities. Okay, let's say you, you help them, you know, create corporations for their you know, real estate holdings or for their, for their businesses or whatever the case may be. And you had playlists like, you know, corporations. And then you had another playlist like partnerships. Then you had another playlist like LLCs. These are way too broad. I mean, these are one word key, you know, keywords or key phrases that they're just so broad, nobody's ever going to find it. That playlist is essentially useless to the YouTube algorithm. Now, it might be useful to somebody who knows of your channel. If they already know of your channel, they'd be like, oh, okay, here's the playlist on corporations, you know, C corporation. Here's a playlist on S corporations. Here's a playlist on, you know, whatever. You know, you get the point. So it could be helpful in a practical sense to a viewer of your channel, but it is not going to help you get found in the YouTube algorithm. Okay, so what you need to be doing is you need to be thinking of your playlist almost the exact same way, I mean, really the exact same way you think of how you'd want a video to be found with a very specific title, very specific keyword call-outs. You know, for example, you know, I mean, and this is purely off the top of my head to display narrow versus broad to you. I don't actually know if this is a good keyword or not. But instead of saying, you know, you would not make a video where you just say, you know, S corporations, right? I mean, you're not going to do that. Uh, or you're certainly not going to get found doing that. But if you, if you put in something like how to set up an S corporation using Form 1120S, for example. Again, I don't know if those are good keywords or not, but you can see the difference between narrow and broad. Okay, and, and it's the broadness that kills you and the narrowness that gives you a chance, that's even a word, uh, that gives you a chance to be found by somebody searching a long tail key phrase like that. Like literally going into YouTube and trying to find a video that shows them how to fill out that form and set up that kind of corporation, okay, or, or elect that tax status, okay? So think of it the exact same way for your playlist, right? You, like you might literally have a playlist 
where you talk about how to fill out Form 1120 20 different ways. Okay, don't worry about the overlap or making the same video over and over again. Just if you change it up a little bit, okay, each, each video has to be different, obviously, but if you just describe it a little differently, you know, maybe one is like a five-step process type video, maybe another one's a three-step process where you summarize it a little bit more, maybe another one you just talk philosophically about it. Whatever the case might be, you can make lots of videos on one narrow topic, just changing it up slightly each time, and then you can group it under that playlist with a very narrow title to it, just like you would put a very narrow title to the video itself. Okay, now maybe maybe it's just slightly more broad because it's a collection of videos versus a single video, but not by much, not by much. Okay, so the real takeaway is, without being able to quantify this, is you got to think of your playlists and the way you label them, the way you title them, the exact same way you think of your videos. Just think of them the same way and you'll be much better off than if you think of them as these broad groupings that only need one broad term to them or you know some broad you know phrase that goes with them okay you know how to set up a corporation that's probably not a good playlist title even though it's a phrase it's probably not a targeted enough string of keywords or or a key phrase that's going to get you the exposure but saying you know how to set up an s corporation would be better or how to set up a limited liability partnership would be better than just saying partnerships. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, so that's kind of how you've got to approach that. That's how you got to think of that. And, you know, you really want to create well-curated, targeted playlists that are just as searchable and just as findable, again, if that's a word, uh, as your videos themselves, okay? And then each of those playlists becomes an asset to YouTube because think of it this way. If you create a very searchable, friendly playlist with the videos inside that playlist conforming to what YouTube looks for with its algorithm, now all of a sudden, YouTube sees that you have the chance of you know, reeling somebody in and then keeping them there as each video rolls into the next one. So in some sense, it's even more important to YouTube that you create searchable, user-friendly playlists than the videos themselves because a searchable, user-friendly, well-constructed and curated playlist has the chance to keep a user, a viewer, on YouTube much longer than a single video because all of a sudden you grab them with the first video in the playlist and like, oh, let me watch the next one, let me watch the next one, let me watch the next one. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that's, that's basically why you have to pay attention to your playlist and you have to be very, very mindful of how you set up and curate those playlists. Okay, so that's really the tactic for the day, guys. I mean, we got a little bit of a pep talk on YouTube at the beginning, but you you will definitely hear me say it again on future podcasts. I I, I will continue to hammer it home. Um, You know, sometimes you just need to hear something seven times uh, before (laughs) before it catches on. So so definitely you got to think about, am I making video content? Hopefully, yes. If you're making video content, you know, make it at least some of the time or hopefully as many times as you can with YouTube in mind and create the channel out of those videos create more content out of those videos that are that are different like audio and textual and then oh by the way when you're on YouTube pay attention to this tactic on playlists and be very mindful of how you set those up and what you're doing with those okay guys so that's the tactic for the day uh, we kind of balance out our episode 50 philosophical episode with this very tactical level episode today 
Uh, but I'm going to wrap it up here, guys. Hope everybody had a great week. Hope everybody's going to have a great weekend. Uh, we'll be back next week with episodes 52 and 53. Uh, very excited to keep this going uh, with you guys. Uh, really having a lot of fun doing this podcast with you. Really appreciate all of the uh, attention that we've gotten and the and the exposure and the sharing and the liking and the subscribing. Uh, super, super uh, appreciative of that. Uh, you can look up Transform on Facebook and LinkedIn, P-R-A-N-S-F-O-R-M. Uh, so check us out on those two platforms. Go to the website, transform.com. And of course, here on the podcast, would love it if you guys liked the episode, subscribe to the channel, uh, subscribe to the podcast, and shared it with your friends and family. So once again, thank you guys. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Uh, thanks for checking in. This is Christopher Anastasio signing off, and we'll be back with you guys next week. Thanks again. Bye-bye.